This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate, and today's podcast is going to be on some easy tips and tricks to help stimulate your lymph system. So now this stems from a class I taught this weekend. It's the first in-person yoga class I've taught since before the pandemic. And it was fun. It was just yoga. Of course, I incorporated a little bit of uh, prehab stuff in there for everyone without them noticing, I think. But one of the women in there, something caught her attention as I was talking about. I can't even remember what we were doing. It might have been inversions and talking about to get congestion out of your legs and stuff and how that ties into your lymph system. And she mentioned um, that she's been training for a race and she's been feeling like her legs are feeling heavy and congested. And that kind of spoke to her and she wanted to know if I had any other suggestions for better lymphatic movement or could she come into the office and get treated. And I do do lymph work with my patients in the office, but really doing the work on your own and being super consistent and doing these things daily um, is going to be way more beneficial than just coming to see me once a month. It's the consistency, just like last week's podcast, it's consistency that makes the biggest difference. So um, I wanted to go over some things you can do in the office for lymph movement and at home for lymph movement. So before we get into that though, why would you want better lymph movement? And besides this woman who felt like her legs felt congested or heavy, um, another thing would be is that a slow moving lymph system creates inflammation. So lymph is a fluid that's all throughout your body. You have these two trunks at the collarbone area that filter the whole system. And so that's often why if you feel like your legs are congested and I start working on your collarbone, you think I'm crazy, but it's all connected. It's a systemic system. So what you do in the area that's not causing you the issue is going to directly affect that area that you um, are having an issue with. So Kind of like when we're treating someone and I think it's Ida Rolf said, you know, where you think the pain or where you think the problem is at eight because pain isn't indicative of the dysfunction. Same thing with the lymph system. We can stimulate other parts and it's going to give a more systemic um, effect. So we want to decrease that inflammation because so many things are tied to inflammation anything with an itis at the end of it. So whether it be bowel issues that have an itis after it, or whether it be um, arthritic conditions, um, that kind of thing. Somebody had come into my office last week and asked, you know, I've been diagnosed with arthritis, not um, 
uh, rheumatoid or psoriatic, which has an autoimmune component, but just regular old run-of-the-mill osteoarthritis. Uh, I haven't had x-rays of my hands, but I'm going to guess at 39, I have arthritis starting in my joints and my hands. So when I eat a lot of inflammatory things like sugar, uh, for me is a huge trigger. I will wake up with super stiff hands. They'll feel tight. They'll feel a little swollen. I'll be, you know, have some pain with that. And when I clean up my diet, it's gone. So am I fixing arthritis? No, definitely not. I am giving my issue the best possible environment by decreasing the inflammation. And that's what gives me relief. I'm not getting rid of bone, bony change. I'm creating the best circumstance for that. Um, so that's why we're trying, what we're trying to do with getting better lymph flow. So that is applicable for people that have, are post-cancer treatment that have destroyed a lot of lymph vessels with, you know, tons of radiation and that kind of thing, or literally taking lymph nodes out. That's good for people with autoimmune issues. That's good for people with arthritis, any itis, even plantar fasciitis. They all have itis on it. That means they're coming from inflammation. So there's nothing to lose with having a more finely tuned lymph system. So just a few bullet points on what is a good way to get that lymph system moving tip top would be staying hydrated. Um, Some of my patients are excellent at drinking water. I like water. I don't have a problem drinking water. A little bit of a problem with drinking water because of my mask at work, but I kind of like worked through that. But some people just don't like it. However, you should drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Get it in. And try not to drink it all at once. Spread it out throughout the day because you can only absorb so much. Um, If you really want to like delve into the nitty gritty of that, like if you follow Dr. Perry Nicholson's work, there are the nuances of can our body take in the the hydration. And so sometimes that's like a mineral balance issue. So I take some fulvic acid in my water in the morning to help with that. I'm not making any nutritional suggestions. That's something you can talk to your doctor with or your nutritionist, but just know that if you are really hitting the water hard, but your skin feels dry or um, mucosal linings feel dry, I would, you know, get some better blood work, see where your mineral balance is at. Don't be afraid of salt. Salt is not the devil. And that electrolyte balance could be playing into how well you're being hydrated. I know that the, um, the tendency to totally cut off any salt intake is, uh, unique marketing strategy, but salt is not always bad. So if you feel like you're really doing well with the water, but you're not feeling hydrated, I would suggest seeing your doctor and getting some better, way more in-depth blood work. Um, So hydration, first thing I would do. Second thing that I do every single day in the morning is doing dry brushing. It only takes me 
less than five minutes, you can get a dry brush off Amazon. They are super reasonable. I like $10. Just type in dry brush. You'll have a ton of choices. And you start from your um, hands or feet and then work your way up towards the center of the body, doing short strokes, little circles, working your way to the armpit. Take your time in the armpit area. Take your time in the groin area around the knee. There's a lot of good lymph structures in there that need that light touch to the skin to help better movement. So take your time there. Do your chest. Get your collarbone. Um, remember those trunks up there by the collarbone. Um, do the whole body. Um, get your belly back. And then for the face, like if um, if you've got a lot of allergies, that kind of thing, uh, have a separate head for your electric uh, toothbrush. Use that head, softest bristles you can get, and do little circles working from the head down, down the neck, and getting along through here because you have a lot of great um, lymph structures there along the jaw, everything. Um, so regular dry brush on the whole body. A soft bristle toothbrush or electric toothbrush on the face and down the neck. If you have the electric toothbrush, that vibration is even a double bonus because vibration helps with that too. Um, I, I have to admit, I ordered um, some higher dose products. They gave me a discount to kind of review them and all that stuff. So I got their special like dry brush with the copper bristles and I love it. It is very expensive compared to a regular dry brush, but it's such a nice dry brush and I use it every day. So, oh well, but, um, so there's the dry brushing. I don't miss it. I haven't missed it for a long time. Um, we've got water, We've got dry brushing, face, head, neck. If you want to take it a little bit further and create some lift to the skin to encourage better fluid movement, you can go on Amazon and get some cups. Um, they're just the silicone, silicone um, plastic cups. Now, with that, I would always ask your doctor if you're on blood thinners or that kind of thing, because, you know, you're prone to bruising and whatnot. Um, with helping to move the lymph system, I don't just let the cup sit on the skin. Like, let's say I'm doing the inner thigh, which is, you know, great for um, moving that dense amount of uh, lymph stuff there. So I would put the cup on and lightly drag it up towards the groin and suck it down right near the knee and drag it up lightly. You can vary how much pressure is on that by having less suction or pressing, not pressing as hard. Um, and they also make little facial cups. So if you are struggling with um, sinus stuff, you've got allergies out the wazoo, get the little cups. They're long and um don't put a regular cup on your face. You will end up with crazy looking bruises. Get the actual facial cups and you can um, drag along there and then um, use on the neck as well. Um, 
the then so we've got the dry brushing which is super light touch we've got the cupping which lifts the skin a little bit and that encourages um, fluid movement then in the office i would use a rock blade is just the brand that i use but it's an instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization long name but you know the predecessor to that is a gua sha tool and if you're on TikTok or any of those, you might have seen people using gua sha tools on their face to like minimize wrinkles and stuff. Um, but any one of those tools, a lot of times they're metal um, and you can use it on, you know, the inner thigh or the outer thigh, whatever. And you're going to just, you're not trying to beat the crap out of your muscles. You're just lightly stroking the um, tissue with the tool from the outside up towards the torso. So if you're doing the legs, you're slowly moving the fluid up towards the, towards the torso. So if this woman had congestion in her legs, I would start at the ankles and slowly work my way up. I would dry brush. I would do a little bit of cupping. I would use, get a cheaper um, rock blade tool or something similar Rock blades that I use in the office are metal. They're like metal colored, but they do make a type that is way more affordable for the general public that you can get as well. And I'm sure there are lots of versions out there. And if you have a gua sha tool for your face, you can use it on your leg. It's just that they're usually small. Um, now, if you're using the gua sha tool on your face, um, you're, you know, you're stroking down you, and down the forehead and you can come out to the side from the chin towards the ear. But then when you come onto the neck, you want to go down from the jawline down because you're encouraging the fluid to go back down the trunks, back into the center and get flushed back through. So one of my pet peeves on TikTok was seeing them do the wrinkle free um, thing and they'd go down the forehead, they'd go along the jaw, then they would go up the neck. We don't want to force it back up. We want it to come down. We're always trying to go towards the center. So down the neck, not up the neck. Um, so drink your water, dry brush, cupping, rock blades, or some type of instrument, gua sha, whatever. Then we've got breathing. And this is something that you can just get better at in your day-to-day -day life so that it just is an unconscious habit so that you're doing it all the time. And it's, it touches, I've done a number of podcasts on breathing and how it helps with the pelvic floor and diastasis and low back pain and so many things that we talk about on here, but it also helps with that inflammation and it helps with anxiety and it helps with so many different things for a variety of reasons when we learn to engage our diaphragm, it is the lid to our core. So it helps us with core engagement, aka your pelvic floor, your diastasis recti. It attaches to your spine. So it's a plays in how stable your low back is. It has the vagus nerves running through it. So as it rubs on those, it helps um, switch you from sympathetic fight or flight to parasympathetic um, rest and restore. And then for the lymph system, 
when the diaphragm is contracting and going from the dome shape down, pushing it flat, it shifts all your abdominal contents down. Now, what happens with that is that the fluid gets dispersed and moved around. If you have a very inactive diaphragm, that fluid is super stagnant in your, in your belly region. So if you have IBS, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, diverticulitis, all of those things, this can't hurt you. I mean, it's, it's going to try to keep the inflammation out of the area as best as possible because you've already got an inflammatory thing going on. So why not try something else to help give it like with the arthritis in my hands, let's give it the most optimal environment possible. We know that there's an issue. You can't really change what the issue is. Sometimes let's give it the most optimal environment to heal. So learning how to shift all those abdominal contents down, get the fluid moving, get it fresh. Who wants a like a non-moving body of water? If your pool filter broke, your pool would look like crap pretty quickly. So think of your getting your diaphragm to move as keeping your pool filter working like it should. And um, nobody wants their all their intestines bathed in really in highly inflammatory stuff. Um, so learning how to diaphragmatically breathe. I've got videos, all sorts of videos on how to diaphragmatically breathe. Um, getting that full expansion of the rib cage, 360 degrees all the way around. Um, and, and you don't have to be lying down to do it. You don't have to. I like to take the time in the morning when I wake up and at night before I go to bed to do it because it calms me down and helps me um, try, try to calm down my head and get in that space for sleeping and turning off the like highlight reel of all the things that I need to do. But um, so I would try maybe the, the ones that are more involved and involve lying down when you're, you know, wake up and go to sleep. But throughout the day, if you're driving, I'm going to make a video on different driving ones that you can do. Um, as long as you can concentrate on it and drive at the same time, I don't have a problem, but if your arms are out in front of you, you can tuck the rib cage down. If you're prone to breathing out the front side and practice breathing into the back side of the rib cage, you can do teapot breathing. You would tip one side of the rib cage down and then breathe into the other side. Do both ways. You could do 10 breaths to the back, 10 breaths to the left, 10 breaths to the right? You could sit totally stacked, driving away, inhale, and just think lateral expansion. So try to get all the different movements. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I at least get in my car twice a day. So I do, you know, 40 breaths twice a day. So, you know, and if you're a um, mom and you're driving your kids all over the earth, then you, or if you commute, you know, sometimes driving can be stressful and we tend to like slowly tuck our tailbone under, clench our glutes and get into that fight or flight mode. If that's your normal shake, literally shake your glutes out, sit up and then think inhale laterally, inhale laterally. Um, that 
is going to help with your stress level. It's going to help with your core engagement. It's going to help with your low back pain, your pelvic floor, your diastasis recti, all of those things. And it's going to help move your lymph system and make you less inflamed. So there's not really a downside to it. If you have a diastasis recti though, make sure that you are 360 degree breathing into the rib cage. So your rib cage should get wide first, not belly breathing. If you inhale and your belly presses out immediately, that is going to the path of least resistance and that is pushing on your diastasis and it might make it worse. So don't belly breathe if you have diastasis recti. It's not good. It, it won't. Be, I mean, there's a place for belly breathing in certain, um, you know, yoga classes and that kind of thing, but don't do it if you have diastasis. Um, so we've got the hydration. We've got the dry brushing. We've got cupping. We've got gua sha or rock blades. And we have breath work. Um, those are all easy, easy things that you can do at home with minimal time commitment from you and minimal props besides a $10 dry brush. Um, the things that I do at the office that are a little bit beyond that would be certain taping techniques um, that I'll do for people that help. So rock tape or any kinesio tape has a little light stretch to it. And when you put it on the skin, it pulls slightly and that helps stimulate the lymph system. So we do not need to dig or beat up the tissue to stimulate the lymph system. The lymph system likes soft touch. So that slight pull of the tape, which I'll use on people, helps to encourage better movement of the lymph system. Um, and then I'll coach people on their breathing, make sure they're doing it right. I'll use the rock blades. Um, we do have a vibration plate in the office and vibration is great for moving the lymph system, full body vibration. Like you stand on the plate and it vibrates. Um, not everybody has that at their disposal, but if you're watching this and you're a patient and you want to do the vibration plate, feel free to ask about it. Uh, it's in the exercise room. Um, I love, I love using it. My kids like using it. Um, but yeah, that, those are pretty and movement movement helps move your lymph system. So just walking helps move your lymph system. So those are all easy things that you can do that are going to promote an anti-inflammatory environment for your body. So if you have any more questions, feel free to ask or comment. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.